Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat, a show where I interview business executives, talent development professionals, and thought leaders to find out what has been successful and challenging in the world of talent development. My objective is to share ideas, valuable lessons, tools, advice, and trends. My hope is that all of this will ultimately help you, the listener, expand your knowledge, grow your career, and accelerate your success as a talent development professional. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talent Development Hot Seat. This is a solo episode today. I'm coming at you by myself, no interview guests. Again, my name is Andy Storch. If you have not listened to this podcast for a while, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Today, I want to talk to you about innovation and what is innovation? What does it mean to build an innovative culture? Why is inclusiveness so important for that? and uh, why you should be thinking about that, especially in your role as a talent development or learning and development uh, practitioner. So why? Innovation traditionally came from the research and development department or the person in charge of innovation. And they were the person or the people or department or group coming up with new ideas, new things, new technology. Uh, the rest of us were supporting that, right? Making those things happen or uh, doing the administrative side of things or the shared services side of things. Um, but that's not quite the way it works anymore. And if you look at how fast things are changing, how fast the economy is changing and companies are changing, uh, we need to change as well. And innovation doesn't just come from one or two people or the innovation department, the R&D department. It needs to come from everyone. And that means you need to have an innovative culture. Now, I mentioned things are changing fast. I've mentioned this on the podcast in the past. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but if you look back 50 years or so at the Fortune 500, at that time in the 1960s or 70s, the average tenure of a company in the Fortune 500 was about 50 years. Once they reached that, uh, they were entrenched there for a long time. You think about companies like GE and IBM and uh, Shell and Chevron and uh, industry titans that uh, stayed in there for so, so long, so many years, decades, uh, without being pushed out and nowadays, it changes a lot faster. In fact, the average tenure of a Fortune 500 company today is 19 years, and it's getting shorter all the time because companies are constantly being disrupted. That means that new companies are coming along and changing how things are done, and nobody even saw it coming. Think about Blockbuster Video. You know, they were firmly entrenched as the leader in where everyone goes to get videos, 
And Netflix came along and said, we can do this better and faster. And people care more about convenience than getting videos right away. And they were absolutely right. People started using Netflix and now it is one of the largest media companies out there. You think about Amazon coming in, starting with books, and then the way they have uh, pretty much disrupted almost every industry at this point. You think about how Uber and Lyft have disrupted um, the taxi industry. And uh, it goes on and on and on. You think about a company now like Peloton, which is going public soon, uh, sort of disrupting the, the traditional gym model that you have to be at a gym to be working out with other people to get that collaborative social aspect of working out. And where do these ideas come from? Your company needs new ideas. They need to find new ways to do things all the time. And it's not going to just come from one or two people. It needs to come from everyone, which means you need a more innovative culture and to have an innovative culture, people need to be willing and able and feel comfortable to speak up and share their ideas. Because a lot of people in your company have ideas. They know that there are better ways to do things, but they're afraid to speak up because they're afraid that if they suggest something, if they provide feedback, they might face consequences. They're afraid that if they try a new thing and it fails, they might get fired. Why is that? Because they've seen it happen to other people. And even if they haven't seen it happen, they're still worried about it. And there's something uh, where there is a, um, a gap between uh, the very real consequences of them being fired versus the long-term uh, outcome of them trying a project and it working out really well. Let's think about that. I try something and it works out really well, I might get rewarded for that. I might not. I don't even know. I don't even know if the company will support it versus I try something and it fails and I get reprimanded or I even get fired. Now I'm out on the street. I can't pay my mortgage. I have to find another job. Um, that's tragic for me and my family. Um, I'm more afraid of that real consequence of being fired than I am excited about the opportunity to try something new because I don't think my company supports it. I think that's a way a lot of people think about it in some of these big bureaucratic companies. And that's why the culture needs to change. And it has to start with the leadership. It has to start at the top with leadership saying, hey, we want you to come up with new ideas. We want you to try new things. We don't want you to be afraid of failure. Obviously, we want you to take calculated risks. There are some risks we're not willing to take. You know, if you're going to harm, uh, you know, risk security or bad customer service or whatever it is, like we don't want to take those risks. But there are some risks that we are willing to take. There are some new things that we're willing to try. And we want you to try new things and suggest ideas and bring them to your managers. We want our managers to support those. So you have to create this idea of an innovative culture that everyone contributes and everyone is safe, you know, that psychological safety to bring your whole self to work, to bring your ideas to work and to try new things and come up with new ideas and that ideas come from everywhere. And going back to that psychological safety, that inclusiveness, you know, we had Lori Emmerich on the podcast earlier this week talking about the importance of inclusion and how that leads to innovation because everybody has ideas and we often, we talk about the importance of diversity. You know, we need to have people from different backgrounds, you know, black, white, Latino, uh, from, you know, Europe, Asia, America, uh, degrees, no degrees, um, you know, traditional background, non-traditional, different languages different genders, of course, um, you know, gay, straight, bisexual, 
all all kinds of different backgrounds. Everybody is welcome. You know, we don't want to discriminate, and we're going to let everybody come in. The problem or the challenge is, of course, that you know, just because you let everybody in and you hire them doesn't mean that you actually listen to their ideas. And you need to create that atmosphere of inclusiveness, psychological safety, where everyone feels like they can speak up, that they can challenge the norm and the status quo, because you need those new ideas, and they're going to come from all different places. And diversity is only valuable. It's only useful when people feel included. And that's why so many companies now are focusing on diversity and inclusion. We're going to have more guests on that topic in the future. Obviously, I am not an expert. I don't have experience working in diversity and inclusion. I know a lot of people that do. And again, we're going to have more people on the podcast talking about those things down the line. So get ready for that, because I think that it's not just about doing the right thing. There are clear business results that can come from it. And one of them is coming up with new ideas and building that more innovative culture. Now, if you're interested in learning more about how to uh, do things that are more innovative within your company, I run a design thinking workshop. There are a lot of other providers, companies out there that run design thinking workshops. You can uh, get the information online and even run one yourself. I highly recommend it. It's a great way to get people thinking about outside the box, about new ideas. Uh, I ran a design thinking program for a talent development group at uh, a uh, luxury brand up in New York City a few weeks ago or a few couple months ago. And it worked really well to help them come up with new ideas for how they were going to lead the way for their culture and their transformation. So I'm happy to bring that to you or uh, you can do it yourself quite easily. Like I said, it's kind of an open source um, thing that's publicly available out there. You just need a good facilitator and, and the materials. Also, we are going to be running design thinking and talking about innovation and trends and the future of talent development at our upcoming conference, the Talent Development Think Tank, which is happening this November 6th and 7th in Sonoma, California. We've got some great speakers lined up, including Josh Burson, who is on the cutting edge of trends that are happening in HR and talent development. He is going to be talking about the latest, and then we are going to build in some time to interact, to experience those trends, to talk about them, and really design the future of talent development using design thinking. We've got a master facilitator coming in. Uh, I run these workshops and I like to think I'm pretty good, but this guy who is coming is much, much better. He's got a ton of experience. I'm excited for everybody to experience that. And if you want to experience that, we'd love for you to come check it out, connect with other people, learn, grow, accelerate your career in talent development. It's called the Talent Development Think Tank this November 6th and 7th in Sonoma, California. And you can get your tickets at Talent Development Think Tank com. We hope to see you there. And thank you again for listening. We'll have another interview guest for you next week. Actually, we'll have two interviews for you next week because I have a ton of great content right now. I've conducted so many interviews that have not yet been published, and we are about to start stepping up the output of that content. And uh, I've told uh, my assistant, I've asked my assistant, Nicole, who helps me with the podcast to start putting out two interviews a week. So we're going to be publishing two interviews a week, as well as some occasional solo episodes like this one, um, and just ramping things up as we head into uh, the third quarter and the fall and get towards that Talent Development Think Tank conference in November, where a lot of us listeners guests, speakers will be meeting up in person. And I'd love to see you there again, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you got value out of this show, please subscribe, leave a review and share with your colleagues and friends. We want to spread the word and add as much value to the talent development community as possible. And we need your help. As always, you can find more information and 
connect with me at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Take care.